That's what makes us tough. We keep a coming. We're the people that live. They can't wipe us out. They can't lick us. The change has started, and the change in Detroit is real. We're back! Yeah, 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 yeah. Detroit, Michigan. Here, you can actually see what you do affect a great American city, and it's, it's hopefully historical comeback. Welcome to Opportunity Detroit. Hi, this is Paul W. Smith, joined today by Lance Woods and Joe Robinson, co-founders of We Run 313. Latricia Wilder will be here. She's the owner of Vibride. Justin Craig, the owner of Run Detroit. And in their first appearance together, Mayor Mike Duggan and his fiancée, Dr. Sonia Hessen. It's all right here, right now, on Opportunity Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. You might recognize a theme of this opportunity, Detroit, as we welcome Justin Craig, the owner of Run Detroit. He's the co-owner of Run Detroit in Midtown Detroit. Justin originally comes from Seattle, where he worked in orthopedics, including spine specialty and later foot and ankle, with a vast knowledge in the biomechanics of running and foot and ankle injuries. Uh, he uh, opened Run Detroit in 2013. It was, they say, the first running specialty store in the city of Detroit. You were, I guess you were ahead of the game, Justin. Yeah, I'd say we were. Are you a, are you a big runner? Yeah, uh, myself and my business partner. I mean, that's how we really started in this, uh, this adventure uh, with Run Detroit is we were avid runners ourselves. Um, and in my case, where I was looking for a bit of a career change and really just focused on what brought us joy, and that was running. And, and you have a staff of people who have the same joy from running. And it sounds to me like, as this locally owned, independent, full-service running store, that you take it so seriously that the average person who just goes out and buys a pair of running shoes is maybe not necessarily doing themselves a favor. Um, it, it's hard to answer that. I'd say if somebody's just trying to get started, I want them to take the easiest route possible. And if that's a matter of just pulling something out of a closet or going to a big box store where you're not really going to get any personalized service uh if you still get out the door and you start making forward steps towards the goal it's not a bad way to start all right where we so come in go ahead getting them started is very important but i'm gotta believe that when someone uh, avails themselves of your services at run detroit they're going to get kind of probably a very specialized fitting when it's, when it's done by somebody who is actually paying attention to you, paying attention to your feet, and knows the dynamics, the biomechanics of running. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that is the core of our business, is uh, boiling it down to the individual, because there's no one-size-fits-all uh, answer when it comes to uh, running or walking. Um, so we really focus on that person and not just their movement patterns. We'll also take into account what does your life look like? How can we help 
you find a way to make running or walking or movement work into your life schedule. And the whole goal is to, you know, leave with a perfectly fitting product, but also a little excitement and a bounce in your step as you get out there and start your new adventure. And, and I would suggest that your shoes and shoe fittings would be great for anyone who works out or, or spends time on their feet. Absolutely. I mean, running is our specialty. We deal with a lot of walkers, and we deal with a lot of folks like um, hospital staff on their feet for long hours, typically on concrete, and uh, we can get pretty much anybody feeling comfortable. So this next question, probably impossible, and I'll ask it anyway. Is there a favorite shoe or favorite brand? And part of your answer is probably going to be it completely depends on what it is that people are doing and maybe a little bit about their their physicality, if you will. Yes. I mean, you, you really hit the nail on the head. If you ask an individual, I certainly have a favorite shoe for myself. I have a bit of a tie for my favorite brands. Um, but we try to not let that influence what we're pulling for customers. And we try to reiterate that point when people are coming in because you may have somebody who's experienced and you may love a particular shoe and you want your best friend to start joining you on your walk or your run. Uh, We just remind people that your shoe may not be the best for your training partner. Well, that makes sense. I can't help myself. I'm, I am still anxious to know what your favorite shoe is and what the tie is between the two favorite brands. Well, I have, uh, there's a a lot of super shoes out, very high-tech, fancy, fast shoes. So the uh, Saucony Endorphin Pro uh, and the Skechers Speed Freak are my two favorites at the moment. Wow, Skechers has come a long way quickly. Yes, they uh, were a bit of an underdog, and they still have a bit of a reputation to overcome, but they make some pretty killer running shoes these days. Yeah, in the beginning... In my own personal experience, Skechers didn't give me the lateral support. And this is for walking, not running. I've never been a runner. But for walking, um, I found out the hard way they weren't giving me lateral support. And I had a lot of pains in my legs that I couldn't figure out where it was coming from. And when I got different shoes with better support, that pain went away. Maybe they've overcome that. Now, you said they've got some things to overcome. Maybe that was one of them. Well... And a lot of brands, uh, when we start speaking about something like Skechers, it's kind of like saying Ford. And so if you were essentially in a really lightweight, sporty shoe that had a soft foam, now that can be like driving around in a sports car, when in theory, we actually needed to have you in something more like an SUV. So they do make some more structured shoes as well. uh, And that's where we come in navigating the various models within all the brands as we're going through a fitting for the, the client. Gotcha. Where, where's the store? This uh, locally owned, independent, full-service running store, where are you located? We're on Canfield in Midtown uh, between uh, Cass and Second, a couple doors down from Motor uh, City and Traffic Jam and next door to Shinola. All right. That's easy now to find. Good. And yeah. I understand that you have some wonderful events where you uh, invite people for some free group runs. Yeah. Uh, Every Saturday at 8 a.m., we have a 3, 6, and 10-mile option. All levels and all paces are welcome. 
We have different routes that we use throughout the city, so people get to see various neighborhoods like Boston Edison or the Riverwalk or Southwest Detroit. What advice would you give to people like me who still have not been bitten by the running bug, who still don't feel bad that we're not running, as real runners apparently do. If, if you tie them down and don't let them run, they, they start to feel bad. But what about for those of us who just think that walking is probably the perfect exercise? I would not try to change your opinion on that much. Um, if walking is your preferred movement, uh, I encourage people to continue to do that. If somebody is curious whether or not running is going to be the right um, activity for them and you're walking on a regular basis, I'd say just keep it fun. Kind of harken back to your elementary school days and maybe you'd say, I'm going to try to run to the end of the block before that light turns red. Um, make it a little bit of a game or, you know, brace your walking partner to the ice cream shop down the street. Uh, but just have fun with it and don't make it, don't make it a chore. You might have me. You, have, you might have me looking at it now. Racing hey, there's a lot of perks to running. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. definitely like our our food and drink. So uh, rewards are an important part of this game. Yep, and I'm always told by my lovely wife Kim that uh, I can have that ice cream if I work out. If I there you go. If I run, I can have because I, I point out people that are look. They're having ice cream. Come on. Well, yeah, but they work out every day, or they run every day, or they even walk every day. And we just found out that you only need, now, Dr. Tom Rafai told us on the morning show, you only need like 7,000 steps now, not the 10,000 we all thought we needed. 7,000 can do it. And uh, it makes it much more uh, available to us to hit the goal, especially if we can go out for a 10-minute walk, maybe twice a day and get that goal. That's pretty incredible. Pretty hard to deny ourselves doing something like that that we know uh, is going to uh, uh, help us live longer and uh, and a healthier life. And certainly you're on the road for that. How many miles do you run, Justin? <laughs> it, that varies a lot depending on what I'm training for, but I try to get out every other day and get a run in. Good for you. Uh, it's the full-service running store that you've been looking for, Run Detroit. You can find them at run-detroit.com, run-detroit.com, or the store there at Canfield in, uh, in Midtown. Thanks for being with us, Justin. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Paul. Enjoy that walk for some ice cream. <laughs> I'll walk fast. Justin Craig, owner of Run Detroit, as we continue to run. An opportunity, Detroit. Latricia Wilder is an entrepreneur, investor, marketing and advertising expert, and public speaker with a passion for spreading positive vibes everywhere, everywhere around the world. Through her company, Love Yourself LLC, her mission is to empower individuals to live their best lives by creating opportunities for them to have access to the tools, the education, the resources needed to assist in achieving that goal. Her first major endeavor, Vibe Ride Detroit, has combined the upscale equipment, technology, benefits, and presentation of high-end boutique fitness facilities 
with a price point that enables everyday working-class individuals to have access. What a pleasure it is to welcome Latricia Wilder, owner of Vibe Ride to Opportunity Detroit. Hi, Latricia. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, it is our pleasure. We had you on the show, I I think it was maybe a year ago. So how have you been? Great, all things considered. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> These days, everything is all things considered. So what's new with Vibride? Well, we just reopening. Um, actually, we just opened on February 1st was our first day. Um, from being closed for most of the pandemic. We did some outdoor classes in the summertime, but since March, we pretty much have been closed in studio. So very excited about that. Um, and just trying to still pr- spread positive vibes and get people healthy even more now than before with everything that's going on. Well, you know what I remember uh, uh, from our first conversation and now the Vibe Tribe community getting back together and all of that is how you really, the attention to detail and cleanliness has always been important to you, but obviously now more than ever, but you start from a position of saying, Hey, that's the way we've always been. Absolutely. Um, We, I mean, everyone that has come in and said we've been one of the cleanest, if not the cleanest studios they've ever been to. And that's pre COVID just because that was part of our mission to have a spa-like environment where everything smells good. It's The walls are white. The floors are clean. You don't smell sweat. We're not a gym. We're a boutique studio, so we can definitely have more control over that. But now with everything going on with COVID, we've just upped our game up. We have electrostat- um, electromagnetic guns for cleaning now that make sure that we get every crevice on the bike and in the body studio. We use um, non-chemical, non-toxic cleaning materials, which are all hospital-grade, which we had before. But that way we're enabled to actually um, sanitize the air that you're breathing. We have a special, if I recall, a special air circulation system. In the cycle studio, absolutely. We do not, if you ever come in our studio, you'll never see fans. Our system um, filtrates fresh air. So we suck in fresh air from outside, and then we push out the bad air. So therefore, we're not just filtrating air. We're actually bringing in fresh air to the studio. So you're never recycling air. I love it. Uh, it's it's something unusual. It's something, really, I don't know that it's been done before. You do really have a boutique uh, as opposed to a gym with your Vibe Ride and your Vibe Ride, Vibe Tribe uh, community. And uh, what Absolutely. you basically you basically have always said, to, to reach your goals, to live your best life from the inside out, you're asking for less than an hour of people's time. Absolutely. I mean, what we're seeing, too, with COVID is it's not just working out the physical body. It's mental as well. When you break a sweat and you can leave it all on a bike, the stress of the day, you literally sweat that away as well. It has helped so many of our clients even just to come back in studio and feel some type of connection with other people. It's monumental, especially right now where we're so isolated. Well, the importance can't be... uh... Uh, overplayed, I guess, if that's a word, can't be overplayed, uh, the importance of fitness now that so many of us are working from home. 
Absolutely. Which We're even doing live stream for all of our cycle classes. So if you have a bike at home, $5 drop-in, you can check out and feel a part of the Vibe Tribe, even if you're in your living room. Because we want to stay connected with the community as much as possible. And like I said, our drop-ins are only $5 because we also want to make sure that it's affordable during this time. And that's a lot cheaper than a lot of other uh, systems that are out there. There are a lot of people trying to get our money. And trying to help us, <laughs> that are trying to help us, but you're trying to help, and you're, you're five bucks, for goodness sakes, uh, that's a deal and a half. What's it been like uh, doing a startup in Detroit, forgetting about, I know it's not possible, but forgetting about COVID-19? Um, I mean, it is has been invigorating, it's exciting, but it's also very stressful. Um Starting up in the city, bringing something that's not traditional, you know, in in Detroit, we're very accustomed to big box gyms. So even the idea of a boutique studio, people are like, what are you talking about? Or even just the spin studio. So it's been a lot of educating and a learning curve on both my ends and for the community. But it's been great because I am a product of this community and I, I have seen what other major cities have and Everyone in Detroit deserves the same level and the same quality of, of, of equipment, of facilities, of cleanliness that other major cities like a New York or L.A., Chicago has. But so many times we're overlooked in the city. They'll go to the suburbs, but not the city of Detroit, which is so frustrating. So, you know, most people understand. They, they feel my genuine intent to just help improve the people around me. And we've had a great run so far. Well, indeed you have, and this is just the beginning and just the beginning of uh, 2021, and I I understand there's some kind of uh, other exciting news that you sh- maybe can make us aware of for this new year. Um, in regards to just the, the studio, uh, other exciting news is we're hoping that we're going to have um, do the outdoor again this summer. And we're working on having a, a, a location for that. So we'll have a Vibe Ride Part 2. So we can have in-studio and outdoor classes for people that feel more comfortable. And then outside of that, we have deals that's coming up. We are doing a lot more in regards to, like I said, inside and out. So we have supplements that we have now that we, we're doing a lot more with nutrition, education. Like we're just excited about ex- Expanding, not just with getting you fit in 45 minutes, but making it a lifestyle. We want to create lifestyles versus just a one-off, I want to fit in these jeans. <laughs> one-off, I want to fit yeah. in these jeans. I love Literally, because so many people are motivated by the summer. They want to have a summer body, and then they go back to having unhealthy um, detrimental behaviors, and we can't do that anymore. You have to make sure that you're clean and not only look good, but you feel good and your body is healthy. And so we're preaching more of that, especially with this pandemic, because we're part of the solution. We're part of the vaccine. Getting your body healthy is part of what's going to help you beat this pan, beat us as a collective, beat this pandemic. That's a good point. So whether you whether you party while pedaling uh, in that state-of-the-art 40 Kaiser bike indoor cycling studio or burn, stretch, and sculpt to the beat in your body studio, you really have everything people need to reach their goals, live your best life uh, from the inside out, as you like to say, for under an hour, 45 minutes are all they're asking for. And let's face it, after being quarantined and probably eating and possibly drinking too much, 
It's time to get it. <laughs> it's time to get back and to go to uh, online thevibride.com slash Detroit. Thevibride.com slash Detroit and get moving uh, as only Latricia Wilder can get you moving as the owner of Vibride. Thank you, Latricia. Thank you so much. It is our pleasure. We'll look forward to our conversation again in the days ahead. Hope it's not another year. Absolutely. And thank you for just giving us these opportunities to come out and speak. Like, that's huge for small businesses. So thank you. That is why we are here. And thank you for saying that, Latricia. We appreciate it. Have a great one. You too. Latricia Wilder, owner of Vibe Ride. You go online, theviberide.com slash Detroit. And she hit it on the head. Latricia's exactly right. That's why we're here. That's why I thank Dan Gilbert and his entire team for giving us opportunity to try and the opportunity to get to meet and introduce you to new businesses and entrepreneurs right here in the city of Detroit as we continue on WJR. opportunity to try two guys who are very much interested in running. Lance Woods, born and raised on the west side of Detroit, proud graduate of Northwestern High School, went on to study at Tennessee State University, earning a degree in business administration, a concentration in supply chain management in 2012. Joe Robinson, a lifelong resident of Detroit, raised on the east side. He graduated from Verndale Public Schools, attended Wayne State University, and by the age of 18, he pursued music, which became his passion. There's something else that is their passion. They are the co-founders of We Run 313. And frankly, in the name is what it is they do. Lance and Joe, welcome to Opportunity Detroit. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Tell thank me. You for that. Yeah, tell me, Lance, more about yourself and your background other than what I just said. Yeah, um, so born and raised in Detroit, uh, graduated from Northwestern High School, then on to Tennessee State. Um, I found this passion for running uh, in like 2015 um, through this Sweaty September initiative that my friend was doing, um, and I was helping him with it. Had no idea that I would fall into running as much as I do now. Um but from there, I just started to notice myself getting better at it. And it was that space where it was like just peaceful for me. And then from there, I just kept it up. And um, one thing led to another. People saw that I was uh, doing the same thing that Joe was doing, but I didn't have a group or anything like that. And we came together and um, decided to create the Run Club. The We Run 313 is, in fact, a social run club that connects like-minded individuals through running to build a healthier and more prosperous community. What more can you tell us about you, Joe? Um, me and Lance's story is very similar, uh, like like eerily similar, uh, with him being on um, the west side of Detroit and me being on the east side of Detroit. A lot of times I look at it as like we were in a parallel universe, right? <laughs> um, two different ends of the spectrum, but it was the same thing. Like, I was running... In like 2014, well, I attempted, I'm going to say this, I attempted to start running in 2014 when I was out in Los Angeles for the first time. 
didn't go so well. Then in 2015, I came back to Detroit and was um, I said, okay, let me try this again. So I would I would just drag anybody I knew that would take my word for it as far as why they should come out and try to run with me. Literally anybody. Um, I did that for about a year, just kind of dragging people outside, cousins, friends, uh, people in the music business who I was working with that had nothing to do with running. I would just convince them to come outside and try this. Um, so that happened 2015 to 2016. Then in like 20, early 2016, I started to put together these small groups of like three people, four people. Um, and like I said, they were just anybody I could think of, just anyone, anybody who would come out and run. And, um, and then in 2017, I began to get a little bit more consistent with my efforts. I started to go out and do two miles. Then I started doing two miles like every two or three days or like maybe three to four times a week. Got pretty good at that. And then in 2018, I got really, I got much better. That two miles turned into four miles. That four miles turned into six, you know, and then, um, then in 2018, yeah, the end of 2018, a friend of mine was like, hey, I'm going to the Detroit Free Press Marathon. I had heard of this event, but I didn't know that. I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know nothing about it. I didn't even, I heard about it, but I didn't know it was a real thing. So long story short, I went and I've been running ever since. I signed up and it's been history ever since. And these guys, uh, Lance Woods and Joe Robinson, got together and now are uh, the founders of Detroit's premier run club, the largest and fastest growing run club in all of Michigan. They've been featured on the Today Show, Runner's World Magazine, Huffington Post, and uh, elsewhere, the Michigan Chronicle, Detroit Free Press, etc., etc., etc. And you've grown. How many, how many members do you have now, Lance? Yeah, so I, on, we track that by our Strava app. Uh, we encourage everybody to come and run with us to to join us on Strava because that's where we can track our improvement and everything. So we have a little bit over seventeen hundred members. Um, that's that's a lot of members. Yeah, it's grown tremendously. I mean, since we since inception, which was May fourth, twenty nineteen. Um, I mean, we'd be lying to you to say that we thought that it would grow the way that it has, but it's it's really just based on, um, you know, me and Joe's personal backgrounds and then also the community buying into what the need was for Detroit. I mean, Detroit, there's been several articles where we saw where Detroit is labeled the unhappiest and unhealthiest city in America, and we wanted to do what we can to change that. Running was just something that we wanted to share with other people because there were so many things that it was helping us personally with. I mean, you're talking about, different things that we would be dealing with at the time and we'll go for a run and feel so much better because at that time it's like, okay, you clear out everything that you're dealing with and you, all you have to do is focus on taking that one step at a time. And if you can take the things that you learn from running and apply it to your everyday life, it just makes it much easier for you to deal with certain things. So, I mean, the goal for the run club is like, 
other people would experience that. They would either be losing weight or um, finding a way to deal with whatever issues that they were dealing with. And then the community that we've been able to develop is, is nonstop encouragement and um, just an authentic space where people can be themselves and they would invite their friends. And it just kept growing and growing. Um, I've always been big on community development, been doing community development work for seven years since I moved back to Detroit. So it's just been a great fit and it's been incredible to see how it's growing and, and um, just the things that has happened in people's lives. Joe, I'm told that the club, We Run 313, which, by the way, is the easy way to find them online, WeRun313.com, and certainly on social media as well. But I'm told the club is for runners of all levels, all ages, ethnicities, to build a powerful sense of unity and connectedness while bringing awareness to the physical and mental health benefits of running. So, Joe, I ask you this. As a non-runner, how much do I have to run to be considered a runner? All you have to do is get out there, put on a healthy pair of run shoes, and try your best. That's it. There's no pace. There's no um, distance. There's no medal or certificate that you have to gain. Everybody that comes to We Run 313 is a runner. We have children from the ages of three. Um, We have elders up to 70 years old, no matter the pace, no matter your weight, no matter your race, no matter what time you finish, as long as you get out there, put one foot in front of the other and do your best, you are a, you are a runner in the eyes of We Run 313. Well, good for you, because I have to tell you, we non-runners, I think I can speak on behalf of many of them, kind of look at runners as a different breed, and we sometimes feel kind of on the outside. For example, I have never felt bad that I didn't run. And I know you real runners, which Lance Woods and Joe Robinson must be as co-founders of WeRun313.com, you guys actually feel bad if you miss a run. Sometimes you have to be told, no, 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 don't go running out in the lightning because it's dangerous. But you really (laughs) need to run. Yeah, um, I'll give you a living example right now. So I just finished a marathon on Sunday, and um, I'm on like a two- to three-week rest. And I literally woke up this morning and, like, put jeans on for the first time in, like, probably since February because we did two training blocks. We started one in January. That took four months. And then in May, I started another four-month training block. So, um, not running is, I'm not going to say I, I, I feel bad, but it feels very strange. To right. me. It feels very strange to wake up let, and put jeans Let on. me ask you I before put, I let you go, Lance, how many how many miles do you run a day or a week? Weekly, um, when I'm not training, eh, I'm anywhere. I, I don't run as much as I should. Uh, I'm anywhere from like 15 to 20 miles a week. Um, and Joe, when I'm not, when I'm not, training. when you're not training, I got gotcha. you. Right. And Joe, um, well, I have, I've been training for, man, like I said, since January, I took three weeks off and made and jumped right back into training. So, um, the, the, the least amount of miles I would run is about 
40, 50, and the most is about 67. So it goes. In, in a, wait a minute. In a, in a week? Yes, about 67 miles in a week. Man. All right, folks, uh, you can learn more at WeRun313.com. WeRun313.com. You just heard from the co-founders, Lance Woods and Joe Robinson. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. As we continue on Opportunity Detroit. We close out the show with two very special guests that have been on my show over the years, but never together, and frankly, never together as a couple. And we're very happy to welcome to the Paul W. Smith Show, Dr. Sonia Hassan, who is the head of women's health, Wayne State University, with a very good report that we're going to talk about in just a moment, and our esteemed mayor of the city of Detroit, Mayor Mike Duggan. First of all, and this is really all I have to say about this, congratulations to finding each other, finding love, and being engaged. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. We're very happy for you. Very happy for you. Now down to business. And I'm going to start with you, Dr. Hassan, because your business is extremely important as the head of women's health at Wayne State University. The infant mortality rate in Detroit has been horrible, and yet you attacked it in a very big way and through a variety of programs, like the Make Your Date program that the mayor used to talk about a lot, too. And you have helped these women, and our infant mortality rate has dropped substantially in Detroit. Yes, so we've been very, very happy to see the results over the past year or so, that the infant mortality rate went down. But there's a lot of people involved in, in doing this, this effort. For many years, there have been many, many groups at the Detroit Medical Center, Henry Ford, Wayne State University, St. John's, really all around the city doing all this important work in infant mortality. And it takes a real big team because it's a lot of um, preterm birth is a leading cause of infant mortality, but there's a lot of other problems that, that really cause it. And so we've been very grateful to have that effort and that collaboration with all of them. It's kind of the tip of the iceberg, yes, I understand. But sure. you, if you're going to chip away, you start at the tip. And to drop that infant mortality rate by, what, 20 25%? in this period of time is phenomenal. Yes, it's exciting, and it's the first time we've seen it. And uh, we've had, as I said, a support of a lot of people, um, including, of course, the mayor and others in the, in the city. And so we've been grateful. There's a lot of work to do still, for sure. Congratulations. And I know, Mr. Mayor, from our conversations over the years, this has been a very big deal for you. Paul W., there's no more powerful day than, than some of these events where you have these moms come up and say, I miscarried once or twice, and I never... Uh, thought I was going to be able to bring a baby to term, and they show up with their healthy baby and say thank you uh, for the programs. And it, it's the kind of thing that Sonia's been doing for the years, that March of Dimes and United Way and a lot of others. But to see everybody come together and have this kind of almost 30% drop uh, last year, but we need to keep it going uh, because uh, it's, it's, it's a true joy to see these moms and these healthy babies. Well, this is America. We shouldn't be having these kinds of problems in a country as rich as ours. <clears throat> Excuse me, and we should all... Uh, everywhere benefit from what we know and how we know to do things. And so making sure that everybody comes into the fold and then has a healthy baby is uh, there's no more noble work that comes to my mind at all. So I thank you for that. I congratulate you. And the figure closer to 30% is even more phenomenal. Now, speaking of phenomenal, uh, this man, Mayor Mike Duggan, has made a phenomenal impact on this organization and at this event. Uh, when he speaks, people talk about what he has talked about for a long time afterwards. You know that to be the case. And you're going to be doing a discussion today, uh, and, uh, and I must tell you, uh, 
I'm happy to say WJR's Lloyd Jackson will be moderating it at 4 o'clock. But do you think, I kind of know the answer, I think, but do you think about this, Mr. Mayor, about the things you've done in the past and the impact they had, and do you feel any kind of additional pressure to try to at least match, if not outdo, your last presentation? Um, Well, you know, it's it's interesting. I'm sitting here with you, and I, I think back to, uh, the 90s, where at this conference we put together uh, the deal that got the smart bus system saved uh, with the millage. We put together the Comerica Park uh, Ford Field deal with Dennis Archer uh, and the groups up at this conference. Uh, we've done things for the Detroit Public Schools. Uh, today I'm excited uh, because we have a new planning director in this city by the name of Antoine Bryant, who grew up in New York, came from Houston, uh, and I think is going to be a great voice for continuing to bring back the neighborhoods, bring back the commercial districts, with the neighbors driving the vision. And that's the road we're going down, is we're rebuilding the city uh, to what the neighbors, the people who stayed, what they want to see in their community. And you look at what we've done on Livernois, you look at what we're doing on McNichols, what we've done on Kirchville, what we've done on Grand River. Every time we rebuild one of these commercial districts, stores just pour in. Uh, and uh, and I think uh, Antoine is going to speed up that process. And i got a feeling people are going to be far more excited to hear from him than from me today. <laughs> well, we're always excited to hear from you, Mr. Mayor. And and you just hit that on the uh, on the head there. For, for people who stayed... Because oftentimes it's the new people who come in that get a lot of the attention because they're new people coming in, they're making investments, they're moving in and all of that. But remembering the people who stuck it out and stayed, uh, in my book, is extremely important, and it, obviously you're doing that. Well, 250,000 people moved out of the city of Detroit in the 13 years before I got elected. That's more than the entire population of Buffalo, New York. So imagine all of Buffalo vacating in 13 years. The people who voted for me were the ones who didn't leave. And I've never lost sight of the fact that I'm the mayor for the people who stayed, and we've tried to, to operate that way. And I think you've done a great job. How's that campaign going? Uh, you know, I work hard every day, and uh, folks are going to decide in six weeks whether to rehire me for four more years. And uh, if the people of the city give me that chance, I'm going to work hard uh, day and night the next four years as I have the last eight. I don't doubt that at all. So I congratulate you and thank you for all the good things you've done for Detroit. And as I said last night at the dinner, that I look forward to you doing for the next four years because uh, your leadership has been impeccable. It's feeling good right now, and uh, you know I got a good partner in Lansing. I got a good partner in uh, Washington D.C., and everybody's working together. Good partner of the county and Warren Evans. Really, we've got everybody working together. Dr. Vitti's doing a good job at the Detroit Public Schools. Yes, he I is. don't remember a time where the leadership was so strongly aligned. Nor do I. And uh, and when you get something like that that's going so well, you keep it. In my opinion. Well, hopefully the voters agree with you. <laughs> okay. He's always very coy about these things when I say these things, Doctor. Uh, but I, it's what I feel. It's what I mean from observing uh, the way you do what you do all the way back to the first time I ever met you, which was long before you became mayor of this uh, great city of Detroit. So uh, I say keep up the good work. And as far as the infant mortality rate dropping significantly, nearly 30 uh, percent, Dr. Sonia Hassan, I have to say to you, keep up that good work, too. What's around the corner? What's next? So the a real important thing is that for pregnancy, a big uh, determinant of their health is going to be pre before they're pregnant. So we're focusing now on the Office of Women's Health really all the gamut from pregnancy all the way until aging, the life course event. Excellent. That's going to do it for Opportunity Detroit. I hope you'll wake up with me in the mornings, Monday through Friday from 6 till 9 on WJR. And back here next time on Opportunity Detroit. Regards, Paul W. Smith.